Welcome there, fellow struggling hunters, to another podcast with the struggling hunters. You got me, Joe, and you got me, Eric. And uh, like I said, back at it again, doing a podcast here. Um, I've, out of the two of us, uh, I've been the one, I guess, hunting, uh, mostly because I'm the only one with the tag that's open right now. But before we get any further, I want to say thanks to all those that have uh, have been watching, been listening. Uh, you know, appreciate it. Uh, hopefully, we're giving you guys something that's worth listening. <laughs> if not, let us know. Uh, we're open to little bit of mean things not a lot but if you could be somewhat nice about it i'd appreciate it <laughs> yeah no that's that's a good point let me let me go off on that real quick because um like our our uh so like we, you know we could see whenever we're getting more and more views and we've we've definitely been growing and stuff uh one thing that just i could ask to help for you guys to help us out is if if we're earning earning your your uh your watch time and 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 listen to time like try to interact with us in some way like right now if you're on youtube try to hit that like button for us uh it helps our analytics out and helps us kind of grow a little bit bigger uh we'd really appreciate that and uh if you're on the podcast portion you know uh maybe share it on facebook or or um or just hit the follow button on 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 the uh podcast portion it really helps us out and i mean that's about all i got to say about that but i do appreciate everybody's support so far but we are trying to grow this thing i mean it's no secret you know we're not doing this just for just for uh fun i mean we do kind of want to see it grow and get to a somewhere i mean we don't know where that is but but uh so yeah, we just really really appreciate some some support. So I know that sometimes whenever you're watching the video or you're watching stuff, you kind of forget to hit the like button or whatever. But right now, I'm trying to remind you at the beginning of this to just do that one little thing for us, and it'd be very appreciative. So thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And without further ado, we'll get into uh, into I guess the my hunting uh stories for this past week so i gotta take a big so big swallow of humble pie or whatever and i'll start off by saying make sure that you know your dates when you're hunting make sure you know you're you're supposed to be where you're at or even that you're allowed to be hunting where you're at so it's no secret that I've been hunting on the uh, on the spike cow archery in a limited entry area, which is, you know, being that it's an archery tag, I can hunt the spike or the cow. And uh, the last time I was out, I was in this particular area. I saw a couple bulls saw a cow i got all excited we talked about it last time was eric eric was telling me how oh, i'd go after the branch antlered area just for that opportunity i was like yeah me too i want a branch antler bull or whatever came he came across i'd be happy with i didn't want to fill my tag and that's what was driving me this last week was uh i was wanting to fill my tag 
And so I get done with the podcast. I get thinking about it. And, you know, the whole don't leave out to find elk, you know, like thing kept going through my head all week. And then, you know, all, all the way up until, so I was out, um, uh, left Friday after work. So Thursday I was committed to go out after a branch antler area or general any bull area. And I was set on it. I was going to do it. And like Friday or Thursday night, Friday morning, got talking and I was like, I don't want to leave elk to find elk. <laughs> so I take off, go to my area. Friday night, I had, uh, I believe it was three different bulls bugling. It was kind of fun. So I, I wasn't bugling myself. I just went, dove off this ridge, got my cow call, went sitting there just doing little, little chirps or meows, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I could hear it. it was it was fun. Like I, there was a couple different, uh, distinctly different bulls bugling. Like one of them sounded like a like a you know like it would flare up, and then like it, all the air would just get let out of it. And then I heard another one. I think they call it glunking, or I don't remember what it was. Just like this little like like the end of a bugle. I had like it was just sit there and do that without the first part of the bugle. And uh, the, then this other one, I could hear it, like, go farther away. Then it would come in close. And then it would drift off farther away. And then there's this other distinct one that was kind of going off, too. And I almost left that night to go chase um, any bull because I was like, well, if I'm having this success here, I can have this success in any bull. But I was like, no, I'm, I'm into elk. I'm going to stay here. <laughs> and so uh, Friday or Saturday, I get up. And I hike my butt clear down the bottom of this ravine, get into some elk sign, go past it. I probably I should have probably stayed on that same elevation, went around the, the side hills, went up the other side. But I just it was getting late in the day, and I was like, I don't want to come out of this deep hole in the dark. So I I started heading back up top. Um, that was Saturday, Sunday. I kind of took it as a little little bit of a day to relax. Uh, didn't get up too early. Went out, did some glassing Sunday morning. And Sunday night, I went back out, um, dropped down in this, uh, into this ravine. And I took my bugle with me and I set up in two different spots to start bugling. And I could hear, I could hear these bugles going way off in the distance. And I sound like they're getting somewhat closer, but they never would work, come in. And I was trying to, um, shoot a spike so I was hoping that I could create some type of motion or excitement that I'd call in a spike you know to come in seeing what the what was going on anyways nothing came of it uh and as you know hike back at night came I hiked out of there and it was kind of fun because as I was hiking out I I could hear like elk bugle like as a, from the canyon I was just in. So I was like, man, I didn't scare anything out of there, I don't think. And uh, and then for whatever reason, I was like, oh, I want to move spots Monday. And so, like, I got up Monday, kind of went, kind of hopped in the truck, went down the road a little bit. I was like, ah, I'm going to leave up to find elk again. So <laughs> I went back down, hunted uh, down where I was the first day. 
And, oh, that's the other interesting thing. So Utah has been having, has had some big fires flare up. And uh, so like I dropped down off the ridge on Monday. Yeah. And uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm heading down, I'm not getting too far down in there and I'm sitting there and I'm calling nothing. I'm not hearing anything. And then I can see like this dark flume of smoke behind me coming up from the ridge. And I was like, man, is there like a fire? Like, you know, is there a fire on my ridge? Like, like the, it would just get dark. And uh, like ash was like dropping out of the sky. And so I got a little worried. Like, I got to get up out of here to see like, you know, if I can get on the internet and find out how close this fire is to me. Because I was like, I don't want to get, you know, stuck in here. Caught up in it. Yeah. You know, I was like, for my safety, I got to figure this out. And so I popped back up on top and uh get on the you know get up got into internet service found out where the fire was and it was a ways away from me i don't know how many miles but it, you know it was a good distance that it had to cross a whole mountain range before it'd get to me but yet there was still like ash dropping you know like it wasn't just like one or two but it was just continual it was almost like a snowstorm almost and uh so i was like oh i'll just set up here on this up I, I, this little plateau I had this ridge off this other side a little bowl that I've never set and watched and I was like I'll just sit here so I pulled out my bugle tube and I started bugling and and uh and that wind would would it was not it's not very much fun to try to bugle and stuff in the wind because like the wind would pick up and I couldn't hear anything it'd kind of die off a little bit and I don't know if like I was hearing uh, hearing like whistling of trees and it sounded like elk, you know. I was like, oh, there's an elk going off. or But I think it was just the wind blowing. And finally, I, like, I hit a certain point and I was like, all right, well, I don't see anything. I'm going to, I'm going to bust on out of here, go back up. And I was, I was like, <laughs> sounds bad or sounds odd but I was like gonna go up and I was gonna go and go back up and I was gonna wash some socks so I can try to do a two sock system okay <laughs> in my boots yeah I was like, I'm gonna go back up wash some socks so that way tomorrow I can put two boots two socks in my boots and I'm gonna go dive off this other ridge tomorrow and hopefully my feet will do better like my feet been hurting <laughs> from hiking the hills and stuff so I was trying to get my feet you know a little bit better uh a little more cushion yeah better environment for their living habitat yeah and uh, and so as i'm uh hiking up i was like well i'll just go along this ridge on this side that i haven't been on and walk around this bowl and just kind of make my way up and i start walking around and i see this guy like bugling and i was like oh well he's hunting over there i'll just bump up to the ridge and just go up and I'll just call it early today. So that way, you know, like I've been getting to bed at like 11 o'clock every night. Like by the time I get back, get my pack set up for the next day, make dinner. Like it was 11 o'clock. And so I was like, I'm tired of going to bed at 11. I want to get up early. I want to hit it hard tomorrow, um, which would have been Tuesday, which would have been today. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I'm hiking back up. And I get midway up and I look look over to my right and there's this dude kneeling kneeling and he's looking down the ridge off in this other ravine that I was planning on hunting the next day. 
And I was like, oh, I'll go up and talk to him. I was like, not that I had to, but I was like, oh, I'll go do it. Just say hi. And uh, I was like, oh, so what you hunting? I was like, oh, I'm hunting spike cow, spike or cow, archery. He's like, no, you're not. <laughs> like, yeah, I am. <laughs> He's like, no, that hunt ended Friday. Like, this is, you now have to have a, a limited entry bull tag to be hunting in here. It's like, no, you're. <laughs> And it's like, yeah. And I, and I was like, oh, shoot. And I get, I'm like, no. Nah. So I pull out my phone and start pulling up the regs. And like, I, it all clicks in my head. I was like, no, he's right. I was like, I was supposed to be up in my general any bowl because this weekend the spike and the cow closed. But I got so f- focused on uh, don't leave elk to find elk that I spaced out that the spike and the cow ended um it would have been the fourth and so this was monday so i hunted <laughs> saturday sunday and monday i guess illegally <laughs> <laughs> lucky so i think the and again i'll reiterate like i did at the beginning of my story make sure you know that you're hunting where you're supposed to be you know you got those regs regs down and you're checked I thought you know like I was I thought I was checked but like I said I got so focused on leaving elk to find elk that I I still wasn't finding elk I was hearing elk but I think the uh I'm just gonna say the hunting gods were were with me you know keeping me from getting in trouble (laughs) yeah that's that's a uh that's a good point I mean it's like no harm, no foul, even though you were in the wrong area. Um, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, nothing nothing really came of it except maybe a little sting to your ego. And a loss of time for hunting. Like, and a loss of time for hunting, yeah. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one for sure. But, I mean, at least you found out early. And, and, and you know, it's one of those things that, like, I, I'm pretty sure you'll never make that same mistake again. So no, it's definitely like a lesson learned. You know, like I don't know. It's like one of those like coming of age or you know like wisdom. You know, like you know, there's always that old man that's like always giving you some like nugget of wisdom or something that you're always like, yeah, shut up, old guy. You know, or yeah. like, I don't need to listen to you. I know what I'm doing. Uh, I feel like that's gonna be like me someday. You know, like telling some young punk. <laughs> Check your dates. <laughs> <laughs> read your eggs. Right. Always, always read your eggs. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think, I think it, you know, it probably happens more often than not. So. But I mean, I had a, I did have a good time. Like every, so I'd go to bed listening to Elk Beagle every night, you know, so. <laughs> I was into them. I just wasn't, luckily I just wasn't into them like I should be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, at least, I mean, that counts towards some kind of success. At least you're getting into them. Right. I mean, it's, it's a bummer, but yeah, it's, you know, it is what it is. And I mean, it's like one of those things, like, I don't even want to tell the story because like, you know, it's like, didn't you read your eggs? I did, but I got so in the zone, you know, or, or had my blinders on that, like I didn't, you know, you can, I guess 
you can see how tightly my blinders got on, you know, to the whole fact of don't leave elk to find elk. Like, you know, I didn't look outside of that fact. That's what I was. You did, you did, you, you did the exact opposite of what we talked about. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. Had I did what we talked about, I, you know, would, would, would have been chasing at least legally. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is, is you kind of forgot or you forgot about the dates and, and that whole mishap, but like subconsciously, I, I mean, I think that's why we were talking about it is, or part of the reason you were so adamant about moving to that other location or that other uh, area unit that you, uh, you know, I think that's probably what sparked that whole idea of even moving to that other unit around that time. Yeah. You, so if I, you just if I kind go of back forgot. Correct. Yeah, that's correct. If I go back to how I was planning my hunts, that's why I was going to that area was because the cow and the spike hunt ended and, but it didn't, you know, like the general any bull was still going on. So I could bump over and, and do that. And that's why I was doing that the, the whole time. That's why I was doing that. But I, I got those blinders put on <laughs> and they got put on pretty thick. <laughs> yeah. And so so Joe, Joe told me this earlier, right? And, and we like almost made the decision. So before, before you guys start hating too much, you got to kind of tell the backstory a little bit because we were, we were talking about it and I was like, Oh man, I was like, man, maybe we should skip this story. And, and then we kind of, we kind of talked about it a little more and we said, you know what, there's a little bit of value behind this as far as, you know, teaching people like learning through our mistakes so they don't make the same mistake and so that's why we decided to tell the story because it's that man that that really stings the ego and so so joe i appreciate you for for you know doing that and and just you know saying ah we got we got to talk about it you know i mean that's part of our podcast is being transparent and going through the whole steps of the the good the bad and the ugly yep and so that's why we're, that's how we we're here right now during this. But uh, yeah, man, I, I mean, I think it could happen to anybody and I don't think it's that big of a deal. It just, it's just one of those, I mean, no harm, no foul happens. So it's not that big of a deal. Just one of those. Things. I mean, if, and if it did, if I did happen to foul pretty bad, like I would have, you know, done the necessary steps to make it right. You know, like I, I don't want any more trouble to, you know, to have come from it. If I did happen to take an animal, I don't know what the repercussions would have been, but you know, like I, I don't want to hurt my chances of hunting again. So, you know, like it's all about doing the right principle, the do right principle. But if you would have been successful, let's say on Saturday, got it home, did your whole thing like that, like, when what do you think it would have ever dawned on you like like i don't know it, yeah it, 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 it might have years down the road or something maybe or like this fall or i mean like december i don't know you know like yeah that's a, a a good question i don't know when it would have dawned on me yeah you know that is an interesting point of view like 
who knows when I would have been like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, that's the thing, you know, I mean, honest mistake. And, I, and was, I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. It's just kind of one of those things where you're just kind of you, – you, you're doing the walk of shame out of the woods and kind of feel – I did. I think, I don't know, I think I about cried when I called and talked to my wife. (laughs) (laughs) I think my bottom lip was kind of quivering a little bit. (laughs) It still kind of does when I bring up talking about it. (laughs) Hey, man, that's still pretty big of you to go ahead and share it anyway. I mean... But I, I guess the other thing too, though, like kind of want to go into it. I'll open up a little bit, you know, is being out there like by myself, you know, it, no one to really talk to is trying to motivate myself all the time. Like, you know, dropping down off the edges, not nothing ever happening, try to figure out what to do next. You know, this is all me trying to form habits, successful habits, trying to understand what I'm seeing in front of me and interpreting what I need to do. And I still don't fully know. I don't know if anyone really does know, but I don't know. Anyway, I'll continue. But the other hard thing too is, uh, not hard, but you know, like the whole range of emotions you go through while you're out there. Like, you know, at one point I was, you know, kind of extremely hard on myself because I haven't got anything. And then, you know, I, I dwell on that for a little bit to where it's almost, you know, upsetting, wanting to just go home because I haven't been successful to, you know, thinking, oh, I still have, t- I still have time to hunt. Like, let's go out there and get this done. Like, you know, like uh, the whole range of emotions, I guess from all aspects of it was, <laughs> was felt this weekend from totally screwing up and being in the wrong area to not being successful to enjoying being in the woods, you know, like enjoying mother nature and enjoying hearing the elk bugle. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I understand those emotions. I I think any hunter kind of does. I mean, I know it happens to me every season, especially, you know, whenever we're, whenever I'm not getting nothing or seeing anything and those negative emotions kick in and, 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 you know, I'm a pretty positive guy outside of, I mean, I, I don't really, you know, I just don't really let negativity rain in on my, on my little world and try to stay pretty positive most of the time. But, but whenever you're hunting those animals and you have a deadline and, uh, or, or, or like in your case, been hunting for going on pretty much a month now or getting close to a month and uh, not really having success. Those emotions, I mean, those negative emotions just start kicking in and it's hard to, it's hard to kick yourself out of it and, and uh, keep pushing through. And so yeah. I, I understand what you're, what you're saying though. So, and then the other thing too, like being out there, you're getting, especially by yourself and, having time to reflect and trying to like learn from your experiences and trying to become a better hunter. Like one of the things that I kind of was, I contemplated was, you know, you kind of bear with me, but uh, it's kind of a rough little, I don't know what you want to say, a segment, a sentence uh, anyways, but quote, but is uh, so trying to become a better hunter, like, and under, 
understanding that. But so is success a compliment for habits or forming habits, I guess I should say. So, you know, and I guess I say that because my success rate hasn't been all that great. And so how much, I think we've talked about it in the past, but you kind of, I, you know, like I see myself going down the same road and nothing ever gets better. So, and I don't know where to make those changes to get out of that rut that I'm in or how to, you know, whether it's, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll pro- I need to probably get better for elk hunting as far as, you know, working on my cow calls and my bugling and that, like, I'm not very good at that yet, but next year I will be better. And that will probably play into my success for next year. Um, and, you know, that's a rut that, or that's something that I could put in my bag of tricks to help with my success is be, becoming better at that. And then, you know, trying to figure out understanding elk habitat maybe a little bit better, which is, I know we've talked about food and stuff in, in the past, but I feel like, you know, you can't always base where the elk are off of that. Like, you could have probably the most luscious grass that the elk is going to want, and there's going to be some reason why it may not be there. You know, whether it's pressure or distance from water terrain it's in i don't know or maybe there's just no elk in the area and they just haven't found that spot yet so i've rambled on kind of probably a little bit longer than i need to have to try to explain my thought there so i guess to let me i'll try to round it up this way so when you're successful do you are you forming habits to become successful again like is that you know are you setting yourself up for success in the future or are you just lucky yeah i i think sometimes uh, a little bit of both right i mean especially like elk being pr- pretty nomadic doing what they want to do where they want to go but with that said though if you're successful one year i mean you're going to totally change the game plan. I, I mean, I mean, I think it's hard to change the game plan. Like some that we've talked about in the past, you know, something the way we learned how to hunt as kids from our fathers or mentors was most of the time it was, ah, you hunt a couple hours in the morning you take the afternoon off and then you hunt for a few hours in the evening. And we've talked about it ourselves where it's like, nah, we're going to be out there all day who knows where, where we're going to end up by the end of the day, but it doesn't matter because the point is, is that we're going to hunt all day long uh, to, to become more successful. So we're changing those habits. Right. And, and, um, and so change, like we're trying to find that success this year, you know, more so than probably ever before uh, we're trying to find our success and so my point is, is, is let's say this year, you know, in the next couple of weekends or something, you, you end up getting uh, uh, an elk and it's at 11 o'clock in the afternoon and you got the elk from uh, being down in, in a meadow, you know, or, or whatever you were doing at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock or whatever. 
you're going to probably do the same thing next year. And now will it work? I mean, who knows? But if that's what worked this year, then why wouldn't you do it next year? I think, I think that's, uh, I know that's what I would do. I think that uh, habits create both. I mean, I know uh, one of my biggest downfalls is me thinking I know what elk would like as far as habitat and me finding a spot and going, oh, if I was an elk, I would be right here. And then nothing ever shows up. That's, that's one of my habits to failure because I'm thinking that I know what elk want. But I don't. I mean, it's just one of those things whenever you're out there pursuing them. I mean, you just kind of get in that mindset of like, oh, if I was an elk, I'd be right here. And, right. But I think like, so that's, that's what brings success too, is, uh, to rest off is, you know, uh, if you go to a certain area and you're hunting, you know, let's say a couple square miles or four or five square miles or whatever, and you get successful in that, that area, you're going to go back to that same area the next year, whether you're successful that next year or not. I mean, I just think that's kind of the way the cookie crumbles. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, if it was easy, I think, uh, I think everybody would do it. I, I, I feel like the hardest thing is, is whenever you get on Facebook and those damn hunting pages are showing all these guys that were brought home their big elk or big deer or whatever for the weekend. And you're like, man, I, I was hiking up and down these ridges and doing everything that I thought was right. And they're not popping up. What's wrong with me and the way I hunt? When truth be told, they just, they either knew that, you know, they, they go to a prime spot every year. I mean, it's hard to say what, what their situation is. They don't go through their whole backstory. And, uh, I mean, I think for me and you, like, I would say probably, probably one of our downfalls is we're always trying to find areas of where they're even at, but you know, like, so you know, you've changed, you've changed uh, mountain ranges a couple times. You're going to change mountain ranges again before the end of the week. And I mean, that could be a very good thing at times, but then it could also be a bad thing at times. And, and I, and I do the same thing. I mean, I, I look at all these areas whenever I'm scouting on, on X or a little bit in person or, or whatever that, that may be. And I'm like, oh, this looks like a good spot, but I mean, I don't know if there's anything in there. I don't, I, I just, I'm just guessing. And I mean, I feel like a lot of people do that and sometimes they get really successful and sometimes they don't. And uh, I mean, that's just the way it is. Right. So, no, that's, no, I think, I think you have some truth there. You know, I think some people are pretty good at just say being lucky you know like understanding probably where elk we're going to be and you know i it, i'll say that this year since doing this you know like even a little bit last year but i'm really trying to stretch myself i'm really trying to like step out not of my comfort zone but just look at it a different way than what, how i have in the past you know i've been more or less the type of guy throw the pack on and just go out there, you'll run into them, which is probably just 75% of the hunting story. But then the other 
25% is understanding the habitat, I'm sure too, you know, and that's yeah. something that I've never really quite understood. I've tried to understand, but I haven't quite fully been able to internalize how to interpret the habitat. To go, to go off of what you said about luck though, don't you think that's what it is a little bit? Like you, you, did you see two other guys up there basically at the same time? You saw the one guy way off bugling and then the other guy that you talked to. Is that what you said earlier? So when you saw those two guys, were they doing anything different than you? Um, no, 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 just out looking just out in the woods. Yeah. That's kind of, that's kind of my point is, I mean, they weren't doing anything different than you just, and who knows if they're going to be successful, but. Well, the one guy that told me I was in the wrong spot, he was actually looking at a couple cows way down the bottom of the hill. <laughs> but I mean, but I mean, as far as like location, terrain, I mean, even as far as what they're wearing, what, I mean, what they smelled like, their hair color, I mean, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, they were, right. they were pretty much the same, they, they had the same opportunity as you they were in the same pretty much the same same terrain the same mountain range i mean they were all the same as you and and it's hard to say if they'll get lucky but but what i what i am saying is if they do get lucky i mean they were doing the same exact thing as you were it's just maybe maybe they had a little more luck or maybe they don't i mean it's just i don't think i guess i'm trying to like stick up for you in some weird way or something or, or like trying trying to not let you get too down on yourself because i know that you put in the work this year i know that you've been working hard at this and uh trying to be successful and thankfully you weren't successful this weekend but uh <laughs> but at the same time i mean it's it's imp- it's important for everybody to know that, you know, you just got to put in the hard work and, and, and a little bit of luck is, I think, I think has to go in with your success. And so at this point, I think that you're doing everything right. You just need a little luck on your side. <laughs> yeah. Don't we all, <laughs> Yeah, don't we all, but, uh, but yeah, no, you know, like that was, oh, I guess kind of the takeaway from all this is, you know, uh, remember to read your regs. Uh, luck is a big part of it. Don't get too too hard on yourself. And, uh, you know, don't be scared to work hard either. And sometimes you don't have to work so hard. But it always feels like you have to work hard. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was just thinking, I don't know if trying to, go over the topics we discussed and trying to think if there's any more that that we need to go over for tonight. I don't really have much. Well, I take that back. Um, something that you said about working hard, I, I, or, well, I mean, we both said it, I guess, but I think there is, uh, I think, I think one thing that we, one thing to maybe learn is like, in, you know, working smarter instead of harder, you know, trying um, to, yeah trying to um and 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 maybe maybe that'll come with a little more experience or you know a confidence thing too is is like uh you know this this other mountain range that you you're gonna hit up here soon you know if you get successful out there 
I mean, you're going to kind of know where to go and what to do, and you're going to be smarter about your pro- pro- approach. Your confidence is going to be up a little higher. So, I mean, I think it'll work out. Um, I think whenever you start, I'm just kind of going off of what I tend to do sometimes. Um, whenever you start kind of not seeing what you're hoping to see, you start putting in all these foot miles and, and moving locations a lot. I mean, I feel like that's definitely what I do is I don't feel like there's nothing up here, which kind of contradicts another podcast a while back. I can't remember which podcast it was, but we were talking about like, like kind of just cutting out if you don't not seeing your, your sign that you need to see. But at the same time, like, like there's kind of a fine line there where I feel like maybe, maybe in some cases it's a good idea to cut out early, but then in some cases it might not be, you know? So it's kind of more about your sign. So if you're seeing sign that looks even a couple days old, it might be a good idea to stick around in that area a little bit longer. You know, I mean, Right. Like some some that we've said a ton of times on this channel is is uh you know i mean about the only time that you can estimate uh when an elk uh left its dropping is whenever it's fallen out of its butt and right. so i think that's how it goes is that close enough yeah that's close enough <laughs> so but i mean you could kind of tell if it's been like a day or two or or whatnot so I feel like I feel like if you're seeing good sign and and you you know you really have a good feeling about you know your guts telling you that there's something in there like stick around in that area but uh if you're not seeing the sign it's probably time to cut out and uh look for a new spot and uh I don't know just kind of just kind of a thought of what I had when you're talking but that's really all I got for tonight yeah, I think that's about what I got too. I don't know, have anything else. So I guess with that, I'll, we'll wrap it up. So <laughs> thanks for uh, giving us a listen tonight, you struggling hunters. You uh, hopefully you know you don't struggle too much, and hopefully you're not struggling more on the success side. But I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully you're having fun, and the hunting gods have been blessed or have blessed you with success. (laughs) Um, I'm Joe. Have a good one. I'm Eric. Give a thumbs up for the public hunts on the video. I mean, and uh, thanks for listening to the struggling hunters and we will talk to you in the next one. See you guys. See ya. Laters. Bye.